The podcast bringing artists closer to you. It's back to the arena. The interviews. Hello again, everybody. It is me, DC. Welcome to another episode of Back to the Arena. The interviews where we take our radio show interviews and we put them into this podcast and play a couple songs off of the album that we are talking with the artist about. And today we're talking about Michael Bolton. Yeah, don't turn it off. Don't turn it off. I know there's a stereotype about Michael Bolton, but before he turned into the pop superstar, he was a rocker, and he put out some great stuff. And there's a cover band called Steel Bars, which is headed by my friend Alessandro Del Vecchio, who's in a lot of bands. He's in his own band, Edge of Forever, for one. That's just that's all you need to know. Edge of Forever is a great band. But Steel Bars has done a tribute to Michael Bolton, and we're going to talk with Alessandro Del Vecchio and play some of those great songs that Michael Bolton did back in the good old days of his rock and roll career. But we're going to play the songs from the remade version off of the Steel Bars tribute to Michael Bolton. So stick around. We are going to rock, and we're going to talk with Alessandro right after this break. It's back to the arena, the interviews. It's back to the arena, the interviews with DC the DJ. Welcome back. I am DC. And when you hear the name Michael Bolton, you probably think of those wishy-washy, lovey-dovey songs he had at the end of his career. But before that, Michael Bolton had some killer rock anthems. And the band Steel Bars has put together a tribute to Michael Bolton with their latest album released in July. And I want to welcome back to my show, my friend, Alessandro Del Vecchio, the producer and one of the singers of the album. Welcome, Alessandro, to Back to the Arena, the interviews. Ciao, my friend. I'm very happy to be back. And, uh, I mean, this time in a different uh, uh, in a different situation because, you know, this, um, this uh, tribute record is more like a, like a venture of friends. Yeah. And uh, it's not like a real, real band, but it's more like, you know, we put together uh, friends from the label and, uh, you know, we try to match the voices with the right songs and have fun with it. And it was more, uh, you know, it, it is not like, uh, you know, a tribute per se. It's more like, you know, let's have fun with you know, some songs that we, you know, that, that are kind of obscure to the big world. Uh, because everybody, as you said, I mean, everybody knows Michael Bolden for, you know, the, the end of his career, uh, you know, the the ballady yeah. stuff. But uh, he was a true freaking rocker. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning of his career, those records, I think, could be those songs could be dressed with uh, some of the best singers that we have in the scene uh, nowadays. And I think we accomplished to, you know, make a, a very nice job on those songs, give it a new spin and also showcasing, you know, what while showcasing uh, some some singers that could be uh, reached by a different audience because of these songs. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not afraid to admit that some of these songs I know all the words to and, and the covering of these songs makes me love them all over again. Oh, that's that's thank you for saying that and i'm very glad to to know that because that's uh you know that's that's the aim i mean we didn't we didn't go like okay we change you know we want to change those songs you know the arrangements and stuff like that we just said let's make it uh our version stay truthful to the original 
sorry, stay true to the original while, you know, giving it a, uh, a new dress, a new spin. And, uh, you know, that's why we, you know, we had some singers that you wouldn't expect singing, you know, like like Bolton, like, uh, you know, Gerish from Gerish and the Chron Chronicles, you know, that was, uh, you know, kind of an obvious choice because, you know, songs like Everybody's Crazy are more like hard rock anthems than, yeah. you know, than, you know, than soft rockers. And uh, I guess we, you know, we really did uh, uh, a good job in uh, representing these songs in a new, you know, in a new dress. Yeah. I mean, I love everything Kirish Pradden does. I mean, he's been on the show with his band. Um, I've talked to him uh, with Ronnie Romero. I've talked to him with uh, Magnus Carlson. I mean, there, there's a lot of people that have Girish Pradden on their albums lately. And I've yet to hear one song that he sings that I, I that I didn't like or it didn't make me feel like I was back in, you know, 1988, you know, when hair metal was king. Yeah, I mean, Gersh is uh, is one of a kind. I guess it's uh, it's probably because he really he has a knowledge of what the genre needs vocally, and, and uh, combined with probably, I mean, a cultural uh background that's different so you know while still sounding like you know the you know uh typical hard rock singer from the 80s he has this you know raspiness this you know strength to his voice that's really you know that's really different from some of the other guys i mean he's really like you're digging into his uh, soul i mean he's like you know, r really trying to give the songs always, you know, the best vocal performance is not, it's, it's not leaving any any trace of uh, delivery uh, behind. Yeah. Everything is always like on 10. I'm always like, oh my God, I mean, <laughs> how can you do this? And then you see the guy live and he's a freaking master too. So, you know, because sometimes you 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 think, okay, in the studio you can, you know, do a line at a time and we know all the tricks. But then when when you put a guy like that on stage and he's a freaking uh, he's, he's a vocal monster. I mean, he really deserves to be, you know, recognized as one of the best around, if probably not the best around in their that typical like hard rock, you know, more uh i don't know almost heavy metal you know from the late 80s yeah. you know because it, it's obvious this raspy tone and this you know very guttural sound i right. mean he's he's the best he's the best around yeah and, and thanks for reminding me that he's great live because i can't see him over here in the states so that was nice you know hopefully I mean, people, <laughs> yeah someday people, yeah I, 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 there's so many people i so many people I talk to, including you and your bands, I would love to see over here in the States. And, you know, I'm I'm resigned to the fact that it may never happen, but there's always hope, right? Well, I, I hope that, uh, you know, immigration laws will change a little bit because they're so strict now that um, yeah. sometimes you're discouraged to start the process. And I've been through that process many times. And, you know, and every, try, every time is a big question mark. It costs lots of money. And you're never sure it's gonna it's gonna work out. And sometimes they you know they deny, uh, you know the the visa to, 
musicians that you know you wouldn't think they would have problems in in showing to a government that they're like legit to tour the US but uh, it's yeah. becoming it's becoming like a lottery and uh, it's a very costly lottery so it's uh it's not really it's 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 not easy it's not easy for the bands it's not easy for the promoters and uh you know and unfortunately it's not not a lot of bands talk about that but uh, i mean it should be people should be aware that it's not because we don't want to i mean i would play in the us every week i mean i would come and <laughs> I, I, it's a it's a great place to tour there's a great crowd and there's a big market for our genre while in europe we don't have this kind of market because we don't have you know the m3 and you know whatever monster of the mountain or th- those festivals we don't have i mean you can yeah you can go to a uh to an amusement park or to a fair to a summer fair and there's a you know and you can find foreigner playing you know for you know for for your grand grandpa and grandma while, while yeah, while, <laughs> at a casino, yeah, I mean, while, while in Europe we we have big metal festivals and hard rock bands always have to try to sneak in, but it's never it's never like you have your crowd. It's always like you have to win this metal crowd, uh, and you know, and 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 sometimes you really even if you're, I mean, a band like Edge of Forever, we sometimes are, you know, the ballad band compared to black metal bands or thrash metal bands and like yeah. you know we know that we're, we're the white fly on the bill and uh while in the us it would be much easier because there's a, first of all it's a bigger market but there's an audience for that but you know it's unfortunately um, it's still very it's still very tough to to work on the visas Ho- hopefully uh if there's a change in administration and you know sometimes you know these people realize that you know we would come there and pay the taxes there i mean we would you know the economy would benefit from this so it's really i i I cannot understand why it is so tough because we we're not planning on moving to the us we're just coming for a few weeks playing you know making a profit for the local promoter who's going to pay our taxes there and just go home with whatever is left but we would move the economy uh for the music business yeah class. Exactly. It's, it's crazy it's like but then for for american musicians they can come over europe without any visa so sometimes it's like they they cannot understand like you know i've i've had requests also for from big bands and I had to say no because I mean the the tour was like in three months and I and I was like well that's not gonna work, it's too risky. I mean we probably put in like 20, 20 grand into a process and it's you know and we're too late because I mean they take uh, up to nineteen months to <laughs> to let you know wow. like sometimes it takes forever and there's a speedy process which is more costly but that's not the big issue the big issue is that it doesn't change even if it's a speedy process it doesn't change that the agent uh doesn't really care that you're coming here to play and you know and the first question is always like why you should get on a european band when we have all these bands in america and there's never the right the right answer to this question and uh you know and i've been asked by agents many times why why you and not another guy 
do we have another skilled person like you in the US? And obviously, yes. So you have to fight for that. And yeah. um, hopefully it's going to change. Yeah, we need to get somebody who likes his style of music in that in that office to start approving these visas. But let's talk more about the album. Um, you know, you talked about Everybody's Crazy, and I had actually forgot about that song, you know, until I heard your guy's version of it. So it kind of kind of brought me back. And then one of my favorite, probably my most favorite song of Michael Bolton, Fool's Game, uh, that was sung by Steve Overland. Uh, talk about that song. Well, I mean, obviously, every time you have Steve Overland to sing, he can sing anything. He could yeah. sing the yellow page whatever you know the <laughs> whatever you know you give him a book and you know he can sing his heart out from you know from anything that you give him but uh uh when uh when uh we we already did a cover of michael bonson we did a cover of carrie on uh on the latest uh groundbreaking record so uh we were like okay and that's the obvious choice i mean we have to do another song uh with uh steve and uh you know, I just sent him the track and what I got back was like, oh, my God, it's so good. But, you know, it's Steve Overland. He's one yeah. of the best, you know, it's really he's got this soulful voice, probably the closest that you can have on the record, on, on our record to uh, to the original sound. But um, I mean, what 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 a singer. Yeah, he just doesn't have the big poofy hair that uh, Michael Bolton had at the start of his yeah, career. He used, to, <laughs> he used to have that. So. Oh, did he? Okay. Here is the very first song that I ever heard from Michael Bolton, and it still sounds good today. This is Fool's Game from Steel Bars, and we'll have more with Alessandro Del Vecchio right here on Back to the Arena, the interviews. Oh,
Alessandro Del Vecchio of Steel Bars. After this quick break, I'm back to the arena, the interviews. We are talking with Alessandro Del Vecchio from the cover band Steel Bars, who have redone some of the great songs of Michael Bolton. And Alessandro, tell me about your favorite song on this album, whether it's playing or producing. So uh, it is tough to say. I I can I can you know probably pick two or three from the record. One is Everybody's Crazy because when uh, you know when I've heard the you know the first. Uh, vocal line and I added my backing vocals to Gerish's uh, it was like wow so so much power yeah and I love Gerish I love the way he does things and uh the 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 one but the one that I enjoyed the most uh producing and mixing uh was save our love the first single uh with uh, Santiago Ramonda who's like a you know a definitely yeah. a king vocalist in the new scene and um i mixed uh the storm warning record that it just released this spring and uh and i was like what's this guy and i pushed play on the first track i was like you know you always start from drums so i was working on the drums and everything then i unmuted the vocals and i was like oh my what's this freaking monster and i think Probably the best version that we did on on Steel Bars is uh, probably Save Our Love because it's such a new voice and uh, we got we also got compliments from uh, the uh, former manager of Michael Bolden. He, he he saw the the track. Somebody I think somebody sent him the track and I was like, oh, you should check this out. And uh, he wrote us and he was like, what what a great job on this song and. You know, he was the executive producer back then for those songs. So he, yeah. he knows those songs better than anybody else. He praised the job that we did. So I guess, you know, we got the, you know, the, the recognition from one of the one of those guys. So we can uh, we can probably say that that song really came out, you know, outstandingly good. And uh, yeah, and. I think those probably those two songs are the ones that you know I I I still play and I'm like yeah. wow. Have, have you heard anything or do you expect to hear anything from Michael Bolton about the album? Well, so uh so Robbie LeBlanc actually knows personally uh Michael and you know Michael has been signed to Frontiers um, oh, okay. years ago. So you know we we, you know, maybe yes, maybe no. Um, I mean, uh, it's, uh, you know, it would be cool. It would be cool to hear from, you know, from the original uh, guy, you know, from the original yeah. uh, performer of these songs or Mark, Mark Mangold or, you know, one of the guys. I, I know that Mark was complimentary, uh, was very complimentary on uh, complimenting on uh, the keyboard work. Uh, which is not me for once, uh, but it's an Italian guy. His name is Sal Richmond. And uh, I saw that Mark was commenting on the video and he was like, oh, I mean, uh, what kind of sign did you do to do this? And uh, that was cool. But uh, it would be cool. It would be cool to know what what's Michael's uh, uh, thought about this whole operation because he doesn't play those songs live yeah. anymore. So, you know, he might be like, 
Maybe you know, I should. Let's, let's, you know, about this, but you should be. I I hope that he's proud of our versions and uh, and that you know some new you know younger guys are paying the tribute to you know such a legendary yeah. singer. Well, I want another song I want to ask you about, but first we have to talk about the band uh, playing behind these singers. Uh, tell me a little bit about where they came from and why they were chosen to be on this album. Yeah, so I uh, I picked personally the musicians because I wanted. Uh, first of all, I didn't want to play and sing on the record. Then I happened to do backing vocals, but simply because you know those records had you know those big choirs with different voices, and we we realized that we needed more layers of vocals to accomplish that. And you know, in those records, you had. Jolene Turner and this guy and Terry Brock and this guy and the other guy. So we needed to to reach that kind of rich sound. And uh, uh, so I didn't want to play for one of the reasons why I sang backing vocals. It's just because that because of that. But uh, on drums, we have Nicolas Papapicolo uh, uh, playing also with uh, Robbie McCauley, and he's been doing lots of records with me uh, for uh, Tommy DeCarlo and that was a great um, Killer Kings, yeah, and and uh, many other records. But mainly, he's been playing a lot with Robbie McCauley. And from Robbie McCauley's band, I also took Andrea Seveso, who's been playing. Uh, it did some work with Yorn. Uh, and uh, Andrea is also my assistant in the studio. So great guitarist, but very natural choice because he was working on the record and he has that kind of style. He's a he's a he has a very big knowledge of uh, Bruce Kulik's playing. So he really knows how to accomplish uh, that kind of sound and that kind of delivery. Then on uh, bass, it's um, uh, Mattia Macaferri, who was uh, uh, recorded on. Uh, 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 for example, Mecca on the new record, he was the bass player for Mecca. Uh, he also played on uh, um, on other records uh, um, in the studio. He's been playing live with me. Uh, he's also a great singer, but he didn't sing on the record. He just played bass. And then on keyboards is uh, Sal Richmond, who also played on uh, the tenors uh, record with uh, Robbie LeBlanc, Hitchcock, and Kent Healy. So it's it's uh, it's musicians that I uh, know very well. Uh, and I knew that combined, they could really, you know, accomplish to get that sound because they, uh, Sal is like, a, you know, probably the most 80s keyboard player that I, that I know. And, uh, you know, while I'm more of a, of a I don't know, of a, progressive keyboard player in reality and more like an like a Hammond guy he really has that knowledge of you know the Michael Bolden kind of sound and uh and he's a he's a big passionate of Mark Mangold's parts so I knew I knew that he could really uh really you know get and knock yeah. these parts out well one of my favorite guys to talk with here on the show he's been on a couple of times of course besides you you know you're you've been on the show the most and, and, and i always, always enjoy talking to you but uh, i wanted to talk about the song can't turn off that Guy oliver from landfall song uh, can you tell me a little bit about that song uh yeah uh, uh yeah first of all uh you have to know that i 
I found landfall. Well, thank you. Uh, there was a there was a guy who sent me. Uh, well, uh, one of my students sent me a video of uh, landfall when they were still called something else. And he was like, oh, these guys are the new Mr. Big. Wow. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's push play. And I pushed play and I was like, oh my, what? And I said, where did you find them? He was like, I was just crawling music videos and I found these guys and I wrote them. And then I realized that Guiz was uh, also the singer of Aura, which was on Frontiers like in 2010 or something like that. And uh, so I, I've been there, a and A&R for like, you know, now two records. And we've been writing a lot with Gui and it's very, very, uh, very uh, different kind of singers, very soulful, very melodic. It's got this gentle tone, almost Steve yeah. Perry-ish, but uh, with, you know, this very silky tone and... Uh, and again, another guy that, you know, he knows how to deliver on those kind of songs. So melodic, so cool. And uh, I love that, you know, you can really hear a different style on that song. He's not trying to copycat Michael Bolton, but he's he, he really has the kind of soulful sound with this silky tone and, you know, this almost raspy, breathy sound. And uh, and I like the guy, and I like him as a singer and as an artist. Yeah, I mean, there's so many great songs and and a who's who of singers. I mean, we didn't even talk about you know Ronnie Romero and Robbie yeah. LeBlanc and James Robledo. Um, is this like a one time thing, or will you do this again for another singer or band? Well, good, great question. So we have a plan on on doing other records like this uh, with other singers. So like picking. Okay. You know, like a historical singer from our genre and um, putting together a lineup of singers that are not, you know, mixing up with, you know, older guys in the business and newer, newer faces. And we're actually working right now on another one. Obviously, I cannot say about, you know, the <laughs> tribute to who it's going to be, but it's going to be like, uh, you know, one of the greatest singers of, you know, of melodic rock. And mm. uh, and we're picking up some very different singers. And uh, it's it's there's more newer faces. Uh, some are are going to be uh, uh, debuting on on uh, on on frontiers in the next month. So it's going to be like real real new faces okay so you're gonna so you're gonna make me have to try to think of who this could be uh, yeah well so, and know, i know you can, can't tell me but i mean now i'm like salivating well you, you know you can place a bet and we'll see we'll see what happens it, okay. there's 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 three right now in the line of work so you have you know still three possibilities out of <laughs> probably a gazillion others yeah but uh yeah. Yeah, but you can uh, you can place your bet. <laughs> okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna mentally place it, and then when it comes out, I'll know, and then I'll just yeah, lie and tell say me, right. I, I owe you a coffee if you win. I owe you okay. a coffee. <laughs> so while I have you here, uh, let's talk about what's new with you. Um, congrats on the baby. Since I haven't talked to you since you you know when you were 
you know, became a father. But musically, you know, what is coming down the road for Alessandro Del Vecchio and the bands that you're in? Well, the 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 I don't want to say the most important record, but it's definitely the most important for me uh, record that's going to come out. It's the new Edge of Forever. We're uh, uh, planning the record for the fall. And uh, very soon we're going to have our first video out. It's uh, it's been a, a monster record to work on. And uh, it's definitely the one where we're pushing the, the you know, the limits uh, a lot. And we're very proud of the record. And uh, we were already working on bringing the band on the road even more uh, for 2023 and 2024. Uh, and that is going to be my, you know, my main priority, uh, in the next two years. And, um, uh, then, you know, we're, we're obviously gearing up with, uh, with Edge of Forever a lot. And, uh, that's gonna probably change my schedule because I really want to concentrate on, uh, on Edge of Forever. Uh, and, but, uh, I'm, uh, I'll start working on, uh, on, you know, new records from projects that we, that were very successful last year. Uh, we're working with, uh, Revolution Saints again already. And, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> already, yeah. but, but that's very, that's very inspiring. I'm working on another record with, uh, Joel Oxer and Michael Sweet, uh, which is obviously iconic. And uh, there's uh, there's uh, there's a great schedule coming up with uh, you know all the big projects that uh, that um, you know we 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 worked on last year. And um, there's going to be a new sunstorm. Uh, so there's always so much music, you know, in my in my world. You know, every morning I wake up and there's new. Yeah. So it's uh, it's really inspiring, and uh, and I'm also very grateful that you know that's that there's so much work, and uh, you know, and I can still do what I like, and yeah. and and still the dream while being able to you know pay my bills and you know live the life that I wanted to live, and um, and uh, especially being able to bring you know uh, very special and close to my heart band hard uh, bands like. Edge of Forever, for example, that's that I'm very grateful that, you know, I can bring that kind of message, you know, to the world. And uh, that's, uh, you know, because that's where I'm, I am myself 100%. So, I mean, anytime that I'm on stage with Edge of Forever, I'm talking about, you know, my, my thing. I'm talking about my yeah. world. I'm talking about what I want communicate as a singer as and as an artist i'm taking the responsibility to talk about things that are you know not the usual stuff and uh for this new record we really touched a very a very uh different and and difficult subject because we talked about exploitation and you know uh in in a month or so we're gonna we're gonna reveal what we talked about but uh, I think people will, you know, people who know who who know what we're gonna talk about, they're gonna be like, oh my god, there's somebody really talking about this on a record. While uh, people who don't know this set part of uh, the, the history will be like, oh my god, I didn't know about that. I didn't know that you know uh, humans could do this 
to other to other humans but um uh it's uh you know but but edge of forever you know especially in the last records we've always uh carried a a, a tough torch you know talking mm-hmm. about you know different different kinds of angles to see the world and to talk about the world and to talk about people and to talk about how to react to you know everything bad that happens in this world because i mean you wake up and every day there's a tragedy and honestly when i was younger uh i thought that only my battle was the right battle you know i'm vegan so i was you know i'm straight edge so i was only i was only um you know concentrating uh my efforts on only my cause but then at the end of the day there's so many things that we have to fix in this world that you cannot i i'm not able to say if being vegan is the the only right thing to do because i'm vegan i think i'm doing something right but then i i turn i i do an action and i realize that i'm doing something wrong that could be wrong for somebody else so uh i really i really think that uh, my responsibility as a as an artist is to be able to talk about sincerely about uh matters that are that are difficult because you know it would be so easy to write a love song and or you know whatever empty lyrics which is totally fine because it's rock and roll and you can say you know you know you can talk about hound dog and you know and and it's okay you can talk about <laughs> you know, whatever, you know, car or girl, and, and that's fine. And, and I'm okay with it. I'm not able to sing and be the voice of those kind of songs. So we're like, you know, with the new record, I, I think you're going to be like, okay, that's, uh, <laughs> you know, that's, uh, that's new. I don't think anybody uh, ever, ever talked about, you know, such a difficult subject. And, um, I, I we're we're very proud of the record and we wrote it as a as a really as a band everybody in the band contributed to to you know to the songs and uh the very funny thing is that there's a 20 minutes long suite at the end of the record so we went from seminal which was 11 minutes now to yeah. 21 uh but it's divided in different chapters but we really we really pushed uh, the limit I was like you know what I don't think we should follow the rules so we really made a record uh, I think you're gonna be you're gonna be like if you liked what we did before yeah, you're yeah. gonna be like wow and, and, and it's really <laughs> and can you serious. share the name of this album yet or is it the name still the, 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 the record is gonna be called Ritual okay and uh, it's uh, you know in in a month we're coming out with uh, with a single so it's 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 getting close and uh, and the first single is the first part of the suite so it's uh, it's uh, you know we honestly I wanted to to release the whole twenty one minutes long thing <laughs> but <laughs> I mean it's, you know everybody was it was not against it but we knew that it would be like you know trying to promote, you know, a record like The Wall from, you know, by Pink Floyd in 2023. So it would be, it would be too much for for this world where, you know, attention, it's just a snap. And, uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll definitely do something for that song. I mean, we really want to, you know, maybe do a, a story video 
that can really um really tell the story of the whole song and the yeah. whole record but we're coming out with just uh just the first chapter of the first part of the suite and uh but you know the singles that we picked are all like we never did this kind of songs before <laughs> so it's like okay that's uh you know there's a there's a there's a double kick uh song as one of the singles so it's like yeah. it's like completely different, cool. very modern and very progressive uh there's you know probably the best solos that you could ever get from Aldo and it's uh it's a it's an adventure it's a record that's you know that's gonna that's gonna hopefully you know take the breath away from everybody you know we really want people to go like wow that's overwhelming that's i don't know i don't know what to think because that's there's so much layers and uh so much um you know power into into the music and because the story is, is the story has to be is very powerful so it, the music had to follow and uh you know we really pushed the pedal to the metal <laughs> actually and and will there be a uh, ritual autograph cd coming my way like the uh, last one did obviously i mean as always as <laughs> always and uh the, the, the artwork i'm you know i'm in awe for for stan from stan decker you know our our graphic guy he went from native soul to Seminole while and we were like, oh my God, like Seminole. Uh I don't even know. I mean, I sent him a sketch and and I was like, uh, how can he understand what I want from that? But the first cover artwork that he sent back was the one that that you see on the record. Wow. Like so perfect. He could really what what I wanted for this new one. I had a different idea and i wrote it down and created my sketches and then uh at the end of the the email i said but maybe that's not the right one and we should do this <laughs> and out of maybe we should do this he sent back an artwork that's like so perfect yeah. for the record and you you you'll see it you know you'll see it in in a month everything everything okay. will be out very cool so, well Everybody needs to check out the uh, tribute to Michael Bolton from Steel Bars. Is there, um, there there's obviously no social media. Um, is, where yeah. can people find more information about the band or, or order the album? Is it just to go to Frontiers website? Yeah, yeah, you can you can uh, go on Frontiers.it or I mean Spotify. You know the record is there, but uh, on Frontiers.it you can check all the singers and and uh, on Spotify as well. And there's videos. Uh, we we released two singles, but there's a new one coming out as well. So I mean, there's you know there's you know information can be found on you know on the labels side for sure. I mean, this is just a tribute record, so we didn't open any social page right. and something like that because it's one off. We just did the record, but uh, you know, but it can be found anywhere. Okay. You're going to get out of doing the crazy questions because I don't have any time left, so you're not going to get to answer my uh, famous questions. <laughs> you're, you're so happy for that. But that means when, when you come on this show for the new Ritual album, you're going to get a double dose. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. It took you a long time to say that. I was like, <laughs> I, it's probably better. Do I want to come see, back? But we'll see. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, I have a feeling I'm going to get a uh, request denied when I uh, ask for the next interview for your new Edge of Forever album. But <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming on talking about Steel Bars. Uh, it's a great album. It, it takes you back to you know those great Michael Bolton songs. And uh, thank you again for joining us on the show. Always a pleasure to talk to you. My pleasure, and thank you for support for everything. Because I mean, we're we're not just you know we're. I can honestly say that we're friends. I mean, because you've been supporting me for such a long time and I really appreciate your job with everything you do. And, uh, you know, and back to the arena is, you know, always my my pleasure to be on the show because that's uh, it's always cool to talk to you. And and uh, I'm I'm a little... I'm a little offended that I don't get the crazy question this time, but I'm really the double dose. Double dose next time. I'm so ready for it. All right. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate your time. Uh, I'll enjoy talking to you again as soon as that new album comes out. My pleasure. Thank you. Here's the song we talked a little earlier with Alessandro about with Girish Pradden on vocals. This is Michael Bolton's cover version from Steel Bars. This is Everybody's Crazy. I'm back to the arena of the interview. Everybody's crazy. Go! 
Everybody's Crazy. It's a song that uh, really stood the test of time because everybody is a little bit crazy. As we just wrapped up talking with Alessandro Del Vecchio, the Steel Bars, a tribute to Michael Bolton, is available. Uh, check that out. I mean, there's a lot of great songs on it. Uh, whether you're a Michael Bolton fan or, or not, there's a lot of great melodic rock singers and guitarists and band members on this cover album that is going to wrap things up for me on another back to the arena the interviews please subscribe to the podcast to get notifications when new ones come out and tell a friend if you have a friend that's into this kind of music let them know about the great stuff we are doing here on back to the arena the interviews that's it for me i'm dc i will see you next time thanks for listening subscribe to our podcast search for back to the arena the interviews podcast Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that the No, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid.